0: You're listening to the Colorado Springs Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by RICO, your local guide for all things real estate investing in Colorado.
1: Hey, Colorado, Chris Lopez here, and today's podcast episode is your monthly market update. So we're going to talk January trends and deals for Southern Colorado and Denver. And I've got uh, my usual crew of jenny bayless down south what's up jenny hey
0: chris doing well how about yourself
1: doing really good Preston newberry up here in denver hey preston
2: hey chris glad to be on again this month
1: and a voice many of you know, but sitting on this month is Jeff White, a house hacker and broker here at Division Advisors. Glad to have you on the call, Jeff. Yeah, happy to be here. On the call, on the <laughs> podcast. I'm going back to like <laughs> old conference calls. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I need to get my, uh, my mind back in the game there. All right, so we are doing a podcast, uh, but let's start with some trends here because, I mean, we are recording this about halfway through February. And this is when traditionally uh, springtime selling is, it's going on. Start the runway.
2: Up. Yep. Yeah. So uh, Preston, what are you seeing? It's getting, it's getting active out there again, which we're happy to see. And especially as we move through January, I know we're recording this, you know, partway through February, as you mentioned, but um, things are getting active again. I think we kind of got through the holidays. We got through a little bit of the seasonal side of things that we haven't seen in a couple years. And it's definitely starting to pick back up. And I'm sure Jeff is seeing this as well, working with some clients and being out there, you know uh, with people, but it's definitely getting more active. And I think the thing that, you know, we're seeing is yes, there's more inventory on the market. Some of the stuff that has been sitting for a long time is still not moving because buyers have a little bit of opportunity and the ability to choose for what they want and the stuff that is priced right. And in locations where people want to be and is in good shape is still going in the first weekend. I concur with pretty much all that. That's uh, I definitely know same
3: trends where people, if you price it correctly, Last uh, 30, 30 days or so, it will pretty much uh, get offers, sometimes multiple offers. Yep. And if you're priced incorrectly or stuff from back in November, December or list listings that didn't sell,
2: usually um, they're price reductions or they're just going to keep sitting until They're going to they, be stale, yeah. right? And that's, that's just it. When, once you have a listing that starts to go stale, it's kind of a, a downward slope at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jenny, what are you seeing down south?
0: Same thing. Um, just kind of... Uh, it definitely feels a little different, like seeing houses go under contract quicker than what they had been over the last couple of months. Um, I know that Leah is currently in a bidding war down in Pueblo um, on a bank-owned property for for her client. Um, a bank-owned that's getting property? A lot of interest. It's not something we've yeah. heard a whole lot about uh, in the
2: last few years. <laughs> what is yeah, that? So it's kind <laughs> it's of the way interesting. Way before closures yeah. started down there.
0: Um, I mean, I don't think like, you know, a wave, I think it, this is kind of like a one-off situation, but, um, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of reminiscent of a few years ago where you're actually seeing decent deals come up and, um, but we are starting to see a little bit more, more activity on these.
2: Are you guys starting to see an increase in inventory down there a little bit? I know the last couple of months, it's been kind of, kind of about the same and flat. So is it starting to some stuff come on the market yet or?
0: Um, not really. I think we're kind of in the same in the same boat, like total active went um, down a little bit from last month again. Um, so it's just interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's still getting absorbed pretty quickly.
1: And that was something I was uh, excited to kind of see or interested to see, like the inventory trends. And I'm just reading off a few bullet points here, but uh, January 22 for Denver Metro up 250 percent from January last year. However, that's extreme because last January uh, was 1,200, which was a record low. And we're about 4,100 right now, which is still below where we're at in January 20 and January 19, which were about 5,000 and 6,000. So yeah. we're still in like a very, very low inventory environment. So still technically a
2: seller's market. Um, well, and I think the other interesting thing is when you take the average from 1985 through 2022 average listings in January was 12,400. So that just kind of puts it in perspective for the Denver metro area is like, yeah, we're seeing inventory numbers come up, big percentage numbers, but we're still historically very low on inventory. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's a little bit more in the buyer's favor than what we've seen the last couple of years, but it's definitely uh, not anywhere near what we would consider a balanced market.
1: No. And is that kind of the same inventory trend you're seeing down there, Jenny?
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, like relatively speaking from, Last January, I mean, it's up like three times, um, but it's still only 1,600 units, so it's not that significant. It just looks drastic compared to last year, which was an anomaly.
1: Well, we'll have a good clickbait headline then (laughs) uh, for 300% inventory growth or whatever it is. So we got a lot of really good data for all the numbers we'll put in the show notes um, I do want to read off a couple bullet points here because uh, Lon Walsh EarCastle, sent out some. I, th- I thought some really good like bullet points that just summarize this trend so well. So I'll read off a couple, and you guys jump in with uh, with thoughts. Um, Sellers are not bring bringing as many homes to market as we expect. Supply side is limited. That's what we're seeing right now, um, and and this is from a some uh, a video that he aggregated some notes and summarized. No chance of any large price decline in Colorado. Odds are now more likely that prices will go up slightly in 2023. So we like predicted numbers here. And so we've all been, I think, waiting around to see springtime. It's about the earliest time we can start really calling things. Um, but But I, I would agree with that sentence.
2: I would agree with that as well. And, you know, just looking at the numbers from this time last year, we're still up 3% from January of 2022. So, you know, marginal compared to what we're normally seeing, but we're not seeing these big, huge price drops like you see in the headlines and all this stuff going on. So I think that that really goes to show that the market is still moving. Deals are still happening and real estate's a great place to be.
3: Yeah. If you watch, I call them crash bros (laughs) on uh, YouTube and the podcasters, they just focus in all the negative headlines and saying, oh, we get a 30% price drop on major metro markets like Denver, Caro Springs. And basically that's not the reality shows. It's much different. Like the what you just mentioned, the average is up 3% from year over year. So that includes all the Rates going from 3% to 6% that last yep. half of the last year. I, I don't, I
1: don't okay. want data. So, yep. okay. do you agree with that statement or not? I agree. Not, so, I don't want to get this. Sorry. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. You agree, Jenny? Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. I, I would agree too. Yep. So, it's just so I mean, for all those those reasons. Um, also goes, go on to say if you have buyers, look now. Don't wait later into spring as inventory is likely to get tighter.
3: I would agree with that. You would agree, Jeff? Yes, it's the best time to look in the cold months. (laughs) Jenny?
0: I don't know. I think, um, I don't know. I'm I'm 50-50 on that one. Okay. I I think we're probably going to see
2: some more inventory increases here in Denver, but I think the competition is going to continue to to come back out of the woodwork. I think we're going to see more active buyers, I think. Even though the inventory levels are going to go up, I think we're going to see activity and deals getting under contract go up as well along with that. So it's going to just compress that and make it feel like it's it's more competitive like what we've seen the last couple of years. So knock on wood, we'll see what happens, but I think that that's very possible.
1: All right. So you think Amy will get inventory get tighter? Jeff says tighter. Yep. Jenny says flip a coin.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> uh, let's take that easy way out. <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, I mean like I said, I think, you know, we could talk a lot about numbers all day long, but I think we covered the highlights for trends. Again, details in the show notes, a bunch of trend stuff. Any key points or data points you guys want to talk about before we move on some
2: deals? I mean, the biggest one for me, I think is showing that we're up 51% in under contract properties from where we were in December of 2022. So for me, that's a very big metric that just goes to show that people are out making deals happen again. Do you know,
1: I don't have those numbers. Is that a
2: a typical seasonality jump or bigger or smaller than we normally see from December to January. I think that's pretty close to typical seasonality. Obviously we haven't seen that the last couple of years, but it's only down 8% from January of 2022. So I think that that kind of goes to show that, you know, things are getting back, back into the seasonal realm and, and moving, moving ahead. Yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah. And, oh, I was just going to mention down here. um, I know we mentioned last month that we saw our first year over year um, dip in prices and, we are back up to um, flatline for median sales price, and we're actually up six percent year over year for average. So I was thinking we we're going to kind of be in a, a price decline year over year at least through spring. Um, so I guess you know I'm I'm not sure how it'll play out, but it's not super drastic um, as as we all expected.
1: Well, maybe we kind of hit that's a good the rebound bottom of the price right <laughs> there, and we'll see. But uh, I doubt price will go down going in the springtime. No. Um cool. All right, let's move on to the deals here because this is, you know, uh there's trends to talk about and then there's active deals as far as what's uh being underwritten, what's being closed, what's getting terminated out there, just deals being done. And actually Jenny, I'd like for you to start because one stat that leads into this because I know you had a you had a Burr property under contract um and we're seeing potential there and I mean the stats uh show there's potential for some price discounts. We saw In Denver, a negative 1.9% discounts in January. Last year, we saw about 2% price premium. So that's the sales price, final sales price to the list price. Um, So slight decline in prices. So prices aren't falling, but as you uh, have under contract, there's potential out there for burrs and stuff. Talk about that.
0: Yeah. um, So definitely think that you just kind of have to keep your eyes peeled. And um, this particular neighborhood, I already own two properties. in, so I know the value um, pretty much like instantaneously. Um, I I could see that this property is probably worth 300 to 320 um, with some paint and flooring um, and a good cleaning and, you know, got it under contract for 250. Um, So that's a pretty good partial burr um, opportunity right there. So I think, I think people just kind of need to, um, open their eyes to like, you know, the big picture, um, aspect, uh, you know, that there's some potential equity, uh, equity potential in, in a lot of these listings. So,
1: yeah. So I think that's one of the plays that's shown out there right now is, I mean, you know, the partial borrowers are just grabbing some equity. I mean, there's opportunity, yeah. right?
2: That's that's what we're seeing right now. And if you, if like Jenny said, if you open your eyes a little bit and kind of dig deeper a little bit into kind of what the opportunities may be, I think there's definitely some stuff out there that uh, that can be valuable for people. Yeah.
1: And definitely, uh, as a as a reminder, we did a few months ago relaunch our deals email list. So we've gotten um, we send out I don't know, usually one to four deals uh, a week, typically geared towards on mm-hmm. house hack, uh, long term rental, rentals, short term rentals not flips and things like that, but uh, the properties that we talk about in the podcast a lot. So links in the show notes or go to the website, uh, hop on there to see it. And if you guys have properties you need help selling, uh, we have a lot of people looking to buy as well. We've had a few agents and investors reach out to help us uh, float a property. So we're uh, definitely in deal-making mode. That's it's a good way to learn about deals. All right, Jenny. So um, have potential Burr Any other deals?
0: Uh, just a couple that are in the works. So, uh, maybe I'll have the details on those next month. Oh,
1: give us, give us like the one sentence teaser. Like give us the headline. What do the high level?
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, deal, deal blast property that Leah floated. Um, she's in negotiations with it. Uh, and I think that you know if if the buyer's able to lock it up i think it'll be a great property for him cool is that a so,
1: rental in pueblo it, or where what's the yeah
0: it was a rental in pueblo so hopefully that's enough of a teaser that um everyone signs up for our deal blast list.
1: i love it <laughs> i like it um, jeff i know you've had uh, a couple closings i know you closed on a house hack recently but you've had a couple really cool client stories on the house hacking side uh that first one I think it was a six bedroom, two bed, uh six bed, two-bath house hack. Yep. More of the high-level details on that. So
3: purchase price five hundred thousand uh, 15k seller credit. And what Preston was just talking about how much it's gone up from December till now. Uh, we were able to negotiate that credit because we had no competition and yep. the house was sitting for 30 days. So we were able to get that credit on the front end. And on top of that, we got everything fixed that was wrong with it, like the water heater, some other miscellaneous window repairs, like everything. Plus the credit, and they were able to get the rate down to 6.125.
1: All right. So $500,000 purchase price, 5% down, six and an eighth um, interest rate. What's the house accuracy plan? Are they room by room rental or? They're doing both. So it's a couple
3: that's going to live in the master room, rent out the other rooms upstairs, and then rent out the downstairs to a long term tenant. And by doing that, they'll easily live for for free, and
1: probably make a few hundred bucks a month. Wow. That's awesome. <clears throat> even at that rate. So even at 5% down, rates in the sixes, Um, if people want to put some work into it and live with roommates, still possible to live for free and cash flow. Absolutely. And the... Cool. Yeah. Yep. Great. And then you had a interesting... I think it was a room-by-room room hmm. townhome. Yep. Uh Talk about that. Because that, that, that was, was a cool, cool one. one. That was a... Townhome over in Englewood
3: um, used the grant loan for that one, that particular client. And what's crazy about this one was another one that was in December when we got under contract on the market for 30 days, no competition. uh, And just if you ask for credits on the front end, sometimes they get them. So we asked for like a 5K credit plus the grant loan. So she was able to get the rate down from um, like 6.25 to like 5.8. And uh, converted from a three-bed, two-bath townhome about 1,400 square feet. The basement had two egress windows down there, like a huge basement. Mm-hmm. And added two more bedrooms down there to make it a 5-2 for $355,000. is
1: a that's very awesome. easy value. Yeah. <laughs> so she's that's the catch it. a lot of times is, yeah. oh, there's potential. There's no egress windows. Exactly. I already um, had them right there. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Now the HOA doesn't approve of uh, you cutting holes in the building. Yeah. So um, she already got permission. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Worked so <that's>, out fine. <laughs> and so that's, yeah. a, that's a house act. And it sounds like she probably bought very little money down to the table.
3: Yeah, with the grant. I mean, what? Uh, she actually got check. No, price? she actually got paid because of the credits. She got checked back at closing for a couple grand. Yeah. <laughs> to buy that place. Can't what
1: was that. she all in? I mean, she was, <laughs> had to be all in for a few bucks, right?
3: Yeah, for like the repairs. So yeah. probably all in, few grand. Okay. Adding those walls, those doors, closets, stuff like that.
1: Wow. So, okay. Yeah. So bought a house back, almost zero down, going to live there. And it sounds like, I'm saying when she moves out in a year or two. Yep. It would cash flow.
3: Oh, no. Even when she's there, if she rents, she's going to live in one room, rent out four, she'll live for free. Cool. No doubt in my mind.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there there are two great opportunities, yep. and these are all properties that closed, I think, last, what, few weeks? Week and a half ago. Uh, yeah, week and a <laughs> half ago. So, obviously they work for a House Hacking, mm-hmm. which that strategy almost works and kind of never stops working. Yeah but also for investors out there that want to buy properties in Denver and cash flow there's a lot of opportunity there's still to stuff do out there. room by room rentals i feel are going to make some like strong cash flow with minimal money down mm. uh Preston i know you got some stuff in the works what are you seeing
2: yeah we're seeing again opportunity and we i've got a couple of our agents that have some deals under contract one of them is in our favorite condo complex in aurora um and still s- Stuff is cash flowing over there. You know, price points are between two fifty and three hundred thousand. Rents are still around two thousand to twenty two hundred bucks a month. So they cash flow every month, and you know you can't go wrong with that. So um, there's still stuff going on, stuff happening out there, and we know you know we're we're there to help you find those deals. Cool. All right. So
1: in terms of deals and stuff coming on, I know you guys are running deals. We covered the ones I wanted to. Any other things you see in the market, recent deals, opportunities that just have you have you guys like keeping your eye on, or things to focus on, or or concerns, considerations? Just open it. I up? I think
2: one of the big things I'm seeing in the market right now is you can be a little bit more creative when looking at property types, right? And I know Jeff is a big fan of this, but now that there's a little bit of breathing room in the market, and you can actually go look at a property and like you know kind of look at what the opportunities may be with that, instead of oh my gosh, here it is, I have to get it right now and we'll figure it out later, right? You have you have some time, you can get a little bit more creative. Um, hey, let's add a bedroom here. Cool, let's look at putting a bathroom in here. What can we do here? Just like the townhouse with Jeff. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing I'm seeing right now is you can can be and need to be a little bit more creative when looking at properties and kind of get outside of that box of, oh, hey, it's just this, this is what it is right now, but being able to, to see what opportunity there may be with it.
3: Yeah, no, it's definitely, that's exactly the same sentiments as, you have you can actually think about a deal now and run the numbers and not have to make a decision in five seconds. You can yeah. go through the process, shop multiple deals, look at multiple deals and find the one that hits all the criteria that the investor is looking for. And I think that's a huge advantage right now for the these investors because if you sit back and wait till rates go down, you know, who knows? You know, that's where I think waiting just buy now and then make a deal work, but hit your goals. But also, if rates go down or go up, it doesn't really matter because it's a, dis- a dollar cost averaging technique that we should all apply. Despite like kind of, I know you talked about that in yep. the past. Is yep. doesn't matter what you know the rates could be ten percent, six percent, five percent.
1: You can always refinance later if they go down. And you closed on your most recent house act was it December? December, yep. Okay, yeah. So I mean, you know, just hey, you uh, you closed on one basically about eight weeks ago. Yep. Jenny's out there actively hunting. Like, I mean, there's deals out
3: there. Oh, yeah. I was And same thing with that one. I'll go into a future podcast, but uh, like basically no competition. And because I was willing to move in in the middle of winter, like literally no one does that and you get the best deals. So it's, it's a trade
1: off. Yep. Jenny, looking to you for any final thoughts on deals and trends.
0: Yeah. So I don't know if this is an official indicator or anything, but I am not getting constant emails about free lunches, free breakfast, happy hours from builders. <laughs> wow. So, take that as you will. That should actually be
1: uh, an index we could create the uh yeah. the, the new the home builder uh home builder uh, program
2: <laughs> yeah, like,
1: um, <laughs> no, that's actually I mean we joke about that I and mean, that's a indicator there. And I mean that is yeah. where I mean that market has has changed and slowed down. I've heard in mixed results when their agents, a lot of people are saying, you know, they're opened up. I've heard a few agents still griping about trying to work
2: with builders. I mean, what are you guys hearing? Yeah, I think it's kind of a mixed bag right now at this point. I think some some of the builders, especially some of the smaller, medium-sized ones are still getting more creative and being more open to that. I think some of the the bigger, you know, bigger builders are still trying to hang on to what they had, you know, and and kind of stick, stick their feet in the sand. But I think at the end of the day, you know, they're going to do what they have to do to get a deal done. So cool.
1: Awesome. Yep. Well, guys, thank you so much. Uh, if you guys need help in putting a plan together or helping to find a property, you know, reach out to us. We all love looking at deals. Uh, we do a lot of portfolio reviews right now. If you got rental properties, definitely a prime time to sit back and look at your portfolio, to optimize it. Uh, so reach out to us. We can set up with a property llama account and make sure you get plugged in the deals email list just to even see what's going on. Jenny, Preston, Jeff. Thank you guys. This was fun. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Thanks. Chris. Thanks, Jenny.